Have you ever thought that breathing is more than just taking oxygen in? Do you know that conscious, intentional breathing can transform your life from managing anxiety and improving sleep to elevating athletic performance and finding clarity in the midst of chaos? So how do you breathe? And how can you achieve better breathing? Join me after the intro for a conversation with a very special friend with whom we will answer this and many more questions. Breathe in, breathe out, let's go. Do you feel stuck in your life? Do you feel unhappy but not completely sure what that is? Do you hold a grudge towards someone for something they did which affects you and the way you live your life? Have you ever told someone, I forgive you, but in reality you were not completely over what happened? Why is it so difficult to truly forgive? How do we forgive? And can anything and anyone be forgiven? Hi, my name is Rosanna D, and I'm the host of the Forgiven Tribe Show. This is a safe and not judgmental place for sharing opinions and challenging experiences where the practice of forgiveness helped individuals to get unstuck and create a much more fulfilling life than they had before. Join me in this exciting journey to unveil how you too can have the life you deserve. Simply click the subscribe button below to receive notification about future episodes. Welcome to the Forgiven Trace Show. Breathing is a normal function for us. So normal that in fact we often do it without thinking. Inhale, exhale, repeat. But breathing is so much more than a mechanic action. Breathing means life. A newborn whale is the first breath. The passing of someone is when they exhale their last breath. And we live breathing every single day in between, totaling an average of more than 23,000 breaths every single day. Nonetheless, the importance of breathing has never been particularly mainstream or a talking focus until very recently, when the pandemic hit the world like a storm and reminded everyone that without breathing, there is no life. Pandemic aside, the power of breathing has been well known to and exploited by many mental health therapists and their clients, meditation fanatics and athletes. But can it also serve well everyone else, like you and me? So today we want to discuss about the power of breathing and in particular, the power of deep intentional breathing. What it means, what it can do for us and how we can do it mindful way. And we are joined in this conversation by our guest, Lee Davy. Lee is an inspirational author, creator, speaker, retreat host, breathwork specialist, and leader in global health. Is the co-founder of Connected Community, co-steward of the Unified Alliance, co-owner of Aymaloa Institute, founder of the 5D Breathwork, and co-creator of Breathwork Atrium. Lee has worked with clients one-on-one -on -one and with groups all over the world for more than 20 years. He shares his voice, story, journey, passion, and compassion to support others in their journeys, should they ask for assistance, to fully understand and embrace their highest selves beyond all illusion. Hi, Lee. Welcome to The Forgiven Trade Show. Thank you so much for being with us and taking the time for us today. Hi, Rosanna. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction and for having me. I'm, uh, I'm grateful to be here. 
I'm very excited because, as I said, breathing is something that we do automatically, but actually there is much more than that, right? So I'm really excited to start this conversation. But before going into the deep intentional breathing, which is the main topic of today's episode, I want to know a little bit more about you and in particular the journey that brought you to discover the power of deep intentional breath work. Mm. Thank you. My journey, unbeknownst to me at the time, started when I was about 13 years old. That was the first time I remember asking questions about, you know, who I was, why I felt the way that I did. I dealt, dealt with anxiety for a really long time, you know, just had, had panic attacks and just kind of felt like I was alone, like I didn't fit in, that there was no real truth that, you know, what I was, what I was being told or, you know, taught in school, it just, it didn't, didn't resonate and so I started of course with, with the with the physical played hockey at a young age and then started weight training and and there was a there was a book there was a program called the body for life and it was a 12-week body transformation program and I wrote the the author his name was Bill Phillips at the time at 13 years old essentially it said I've got this this fire inside to to do more to be more to help people like I don't I don't know what it is but you know the the challenge that you put together it, it looks cool but but it's more than that you know maybe you can mentor me or give me a job or, or something like that and of course he never responded but that was the first time I remember being like who you know who am I what is this how can I actually feel comfortable in my own skin where is the truth you know and and ever since then, it's been, you know, kind of falling forward and, and putting what I like to think of as, as the pieces of my puzzle together, you know, the mind, body, spirit aspects of, of who I truly am and, you know, finding those pieces and, and just feeling a little bit better with every, every piece that I, that I was able to add, you know, and, and just like any puzzle, you know, when you, when you have all the pieces, you begin to clarify the picture. I feel like all of us, you know, we're so much more capable um, or so much more powerful than we've ever been led to believe but if you don't have all the, the pieces to your puzzle then it's really really hard for you to to see that you know and, and to to expand into not only who who you truly are but what you're truly capable of it makes sense beautiful <laughs> so it, where breathing or breath work came into that journey how did you discover it that was a more a more recent tool like the last seven years six seven years um i actually had a, a friend who's who's trained with wim hof and he took me through a session and i remember my my arms kind of seized up my hands seized up it's it's a um, process known as as tetany you know when the when the um, oxygen binds to your red blood cells and I, we only did three three short rounds but I had that happen and and you know lightheaded and tingling sensations and and for me as as soon as I find you know a, a tool or like a piece of my puzzle I do my best to to throw myself into it and, and really become the embodiment of it and it was that way with the breath as soon as I felt that I'm like oh okay this is this is this is one of my tools, you know, and, and uh, I've missed very few days since since then, and I just I I really just started to to play with it, 
you know, and, and play with my own variations and versions and, you know, speeding it up and slowing it down and different holds, you know, and, and uh, through that process, the, the 5D method was, was born. And, um, and, and now it, it really is my favorite tool um, because of just how, how powerful it is. You know, I, I look at it as a medicine. It, it really is a, a medicine. And, you know, as you mentioned from, from the outset, it's the one thing we can't go without. And it's the first thing that we do when, we, when we're born into this world. You know, and the last thing we do when, when we leave it. So, the, so the, the importance, the neurophysiological benefits, the, the, the ability to bring peace to, to our minds and, and coherence to our brains and, um, and really to connect with ethereal substance, that, that all oneness um, that, that not only is a part of us, it's outside of us, it's inside of us too, you know, and, and so when we're able to shut off the thinking mind, we're able to connect more deeply to that. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a really beautiful, powerful process. So you already mentioned one of the possible advantages of having a deep intentional breathing, which is really connecting with uh, our own self. What would be the others? What, what are the other benefits of uh, uh, having a routine with deep intentional breathing so just from the from the neurophysiological standpoint you know we're we're because it's a cyclical deep intentional breathing you know and, and we're really filling the diaphragm up and um we're we're beginning to manipulate and play with the carbon dioxide and, and co2 levels um and and so you know what we're doing is we're actually lowering the carbon dioxide levels and we're, we're um, increasing the oxygen within the system. Now, typically the oxygen sits around, you know, 96, 97%, like our saturation. So it'll go up to 99%, but because we're dropping the carbon dioxide levels and reducing that, we're, we're really creating a, a, like an alkaline oxygen rich environment. You know, and, and we're decreasing um, the acid in the environment. And, and you know, if, if we did nothing else, if, if nothing else happened, that would be enough because, you know, disease can't live in, in that type of environment. Mm. That's not all that happens. You know, we're, we're I, I mentioned the, the tetany. So, you know, when you, when you do the cyclical breath and then you, you do a hold on the exhale, your CO2 levels are building back up in the system but your oxygen within is no longer free floating. That's what and when it actually binds to your red blood cells. Now your cells and your stem cells and, and all of that sort of thing, they actually don't, don't really like oxygen, which sounds weird to say, but um, so they're starting to recycle and repair. So you're, you're starting to regenerate the cellular, cellular machinery. The thinking mind begins to shut down after a round or two, you know, so you're not kind of all over the place still and, and in the mental machinations, thinking about all the things that you have to do, it's, it's like, you know, you're, you're able to, to relax and calm that. You're able to, to move into the parasympathetic side, you know, the rest and digest state of, of being so that you're not in that stressed state all the time. You know, more coherence comes over to the brain. Um, we're, we're creating more mitochondria, you know, so the, the, powerhouse of the cell or, or what generates our energy you know it creates something called um, mitogenesis 
right? So if, again, if you're doing this on a regular basis, you're gonna have more energy on a regular basis. The, uh, the microtubules, the, the little hair-like fibers, like a, a skeletal kind of a, a scaffolding to the cells, they actually hold on to like old, old energy, old like more kind of density, um, and it it actually slows down their rate of vibration. So you're able to actually liberate the stored energy from them. So they they oscillate and they vibrate much much faster. So your cellular communication and ability to to transfer waste products and and water and and all that sort of thing picks up and the, uh, the, the microtubules, they're actually responsible for emitting light. But when they slow down and they're kind of gunked up, they don't emit as much light. You know, so there's, there's so many beautiful things. And, and that's without even, you know, going into the pineal gland. Once we activate the pineal gland, there's a whole other cascade of chemistry that happens. And then it switches on and it starts to connect to the, to the unified field, which I, which I spoke to a little bit earlier. So there's just, there's so many profound benefits from, you know, just taking 10, 15 minutes every day to, to breathe. Yes, I, I explored a little bit the, the power of breathing because uh, a few years ago I burned out and uh, since then I started to uh, be affected by anxiety and sometimes panic attacks and the, the only really non-medical solution that I have for that is, uh, is breathing. And uh, I realized how much shallow breathing can be, uh, can affect my symptoms and my anxiety uh, on, on that. So um, thank you for, for stressing that out. And uh, if you want to, I mean, if we look around and we uh, start to explore all the uh, panorama of breathing and breath work, can be quite confusing. There are so many techniques. There are so many, I mean, you mentioned Wim Hof before, but there are so many other techniques. Where do we start? What is, uh, I don't know, the, the easiest perhaps technique that you can suggest? You don't have to have a degree or anything like that, you know, it's, and, and, you know, as I said, I just started playing with it. You know, I had one session and, and that's, that's the frame of mind if you go into it with. Just play with it, you know, put your, put your hands on your stomach and just make sure that you're, you're breathing fully in. And, and when you breathe fully in, your stomach's gonna, gonna expand. And then when you breathe out, it's gonna contract, right? And, and most often we're, we're so used to breathing up here. And, and you mentioned it earlier too, mm. you know, that kind of short, shallow breath in the chest. And, and even, you know, when you're, when you're doing that, it's, it's really hard not to feel that anxiousness. So if you just close your eyes and, and put your hands on your stomach and just just take those full deep belly breaths, even, you know, 20 breaths, like less than five minutes, you're going to feel different. You're going to change your, your, your physiological state, you know, so it, it doesn't take very much. Now, if you want to get into multidimensional travel and, and different things like that, then obviously you're going to, you're going to expand the, you know, the, the amount of time that you would take to do a, a breathing session. And that's, you know, th those are my favorite sessions because like, you know, once, once you, once you have an experience, you can't unexperience it. So once the, the mind really quiets and, and you, you feel the chemistry in the body and then you kind of disassociate with, you know, where you are and, and what's happening, it's like, you can't, it's really hard to go back to, to you know, normal or business as normal um, once you've had that type of experience. So. You know, 
in in my sessions, you're, you're getting the best of both worlds. You know, you're getting all of the neurophysiological benefits, and then you're you're able to connect. You know, because because once that thinking mind shuts down, like you're able to connect so much more deeply to this unified this this infinite energy source that that is all around us. That's beautiful. So let's talk a little bit about this uh, sort of holistic perspective and uh, how we can use breath work to sort of harmonizing body, mind, spirit. I think it's, I mean, I'm, I love, if you look at it as pieces of a puzzle or even, you know, that everything is, is frequency, right? And, and obviously that's, you know, that's, that's been proven. You look under a microscope and you see that everything, everything vibrates. So if we're, if we're paying attention to the vibrations, right? And we're doing breath work and we're, you know, doing detoxifications and optimizing the food that we eat and the thoughts that we think and the words that we speak, essentially we're optimizing all of the frequencies, all of the vibrations that are within and around us, you know, and then we start to vibrate. We start to up-level the frequency that we're on, you know, so I love the idea of, you know, using as many tools and, and um, things that are available to us. So, so it's, yes, the breath is, is such a profound tool and, and, you know, a catalyst for us to be able to go more easily and more deeply into meditation, as an example, right? So now you've got breath and meditation, but what happens if you add, you know, healthy eating and, and structured water, you know, then, you know, that's going to take you a little bit further. Now you're, you know, you, you decide to add movement. So, so from my perspective, the more pieces of the puzzle that we can, we can add and the more tools that we can add, I look at it as like disciplined practice. As you, as you get disciplined with your practices, they become less about the things that you're doing, you know, that are outside of you. And you just, you kind of become that version of you, if that makes sense. Like you become a healthier, more connected, um, more powerful version of you when you put all of these pieces together and, and, you know, show up for yourself day in and day out. Lee, we live in uh, very busy times. We are distracted uh, all the time. Distraction is perhaps the norm. And we probably spend time in uh, a social numbness, uh, as I always say. We go faster and faster. Uh, slowing down is not easy. We probably live in a sort of plight of white mode all the time. How can all these habits that we have in going faster and faster can contribute to our stress level? And how can breathing or a, a routine breath work can sort of help us breaking these this habits? You know, it's a, it's a beautiful question. And I've, I've ha actually had this conversation quite a bit recently. We're, uh, we're preparing for uh, our own summit in, uh, in September. And you, you mentioned it, right? Like society has kind of programmed us that, okay, like I've got to probably work really hard, maybe at a job that I'm not even enjoying. And I'm going to chase this idea of peak performance in, in maybe that area of my life. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go into maybe self-sacrifice, or, or I'm gonna sacrifice you know my health, um, my relationships, and and even my fulfillment, you know, to to chase money because that's that's what we've been told to do. You know, we've got to get the bigger house and the bigger car and the next thing, and you know, and, and then when that's 
not working or, or you know, not what we're focused on. We get preoccupied with, and I, I look at it as co-regulation, you know, like co-regulating with, with other things. And, and busyness is one of them, you know, sex or coffee or alcohol or, you know, and we've not really been taught how to just sit and be still and be present and be with ourselves, you know, and the breath is, is such a beautiful catalyst to that. Cause again, you do 20 breaths and all of a sudden you're like, okay, like, what was I that, you know, like your whole state changes, mm-hmm. right? And you're able to be more present. Now, if you do 10 to 15, 20 minutes of those cyclical breaths, you're going to go much deeper into that state, you know, and, and a lot of people will say, you know, I'm, I'm too busy. I don't have time to do, to do that. Set your alarm five minutes earlier and do five minutes of deep breathing. It's going to change how your day unfolds, you know, and chances are if you do five minutes, you're probably going to move into 10 minutes. So, so if you just start with the breath, if you can just commit to five minutes, that's going to bring you into a deeper level of, of stillness, a deeper level of presence in your life. Right. And then you can actually start to build on it from there, you know, and, and just adding, just going little by little, mm. you know, more isn't better. Better is better and better leads to more. Yeah. Beautiful. So I, I love what you're saying, because uh, actually there is something, you know, when we are working, for example, we get distracted all the time. We procrastinate and it's very difficult sometimes to be in the flow, to be in the in the zone, right? And, and do the work that we are supposed to, to do. So do you think that breathing a little bit ahead of these uh, sessions or, or, or work can help us to be in the flow or uh, to be in the zone? Absolutely, you know, again, it's, it's about coming into the present moment, you know, and if we're, if we're distracted and we're thinking about, you know, and going from A to B and all this stuff, it's like we're, we're, we're giving away a lot of our energy, a lot of our attention, and, and the mind becomes very distracted. It becomes very chaotic, you know, incoherent. But when you take those pauses and you take those breaths, it's like you're, you're beginning to shut the outside world off. And you're beginning to take some of that energy back. You're beginning to create more coherence in the mind. Right? So you can imagine if, if you've got more coherence, and, and all coherence is is just, you know, like all of the neurology is, is working together rather than everything kind of, you know, like, oh, my God, I got all this stuff to do. Right? So if you bring more coherence to the mind in any situation, in any circumstance or interaction, all of a sudden you're going to be more, more present. You're going to be more, you know, able to communicate what you need or, or what you're looking for, you know, so... I would absolutely, you know, if, if you can take those, those 20 breaths before any, you know, situation, especially, especially those that would normally make you feel or, or you know, induce anxiety or um, feel like a stressful situation or, or something like that. You know, if you can take those breaths, you're going to show up more present. Absolutely. I remember a few years ago, I took a one-on-one uh, session with um, a coach who actually trains BBC um, journalists and speakers. And I, as a scientist, I need to present and I, I'm very shy as well. So 
I said, well, you know, I, I stand up and then I have this anxiety and I, I cannot speak at the very beginning. And the secret was breathe, just breathe. And, and it was so strange at the very beginning to see how powerful breathing two, three times before starting talking really was the trick and, um, and really address all my anxiety. And from that moment on, I could start talking without any problem. And so I experienced uh, the, really the power of, of breathing in, uh, in many different little uh, aspects. So uh, I really appreciate what, what you're saying. So Lee, you are the founder, I read it in your bio, you are the founder of the 5D Breathwork. What is it? So as I, as I mentioned earlier, um, I just started playing with it, you know, and, and uh, when I was in Vancouver, Canada, uh, the last six months of 2020, um, I was, we were starting to do some events and, and just in my own practice in that play, I, I, I like to do my breath work after I uh, finish at the gym. And I was really starting to lose, lose myself, you know, that's, that's something I, I um, say in my sessions, you know, lose, lose yourself, you know, the, the known self, the, the self that you've come to think of yourself to be, you know, and, and that's the thinking mind, you know, and, and we can, when that shuts off, you begin to kind of lose track. And as I said earlier, kind of this disassociation. Um, and then that's when you're able to really connect, you know, that's when you're able to really expand. And so this was happening for me and my self-practice and there were three consecutive days where i just had these this information come in and it's like oh like this can be a whole course you know and and um i didn't even have paper or pen i just i wrote it down on on a napkin and that's how the 5d method was born so it's you know it's literally just playing with the breath i'm as a facilitator i am breathing with my clients. So, you know, just like ayahuasca or like medicine journeys or, or anything like that, but the shaman will drink the medicine so that he or she is in the medicine with you and they can kind of navigate that, that space, right? It's, it's almost like a, like an energetic container that you enter into. Well, the same thing happens with the breath, but if I'm just guiding and saying, okay, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, then I'm not really in the medicine with you. So I'm actually breathing while I'm guiding my, my groups and uh, my clients, you know, and so I'm actually in that same, that same space and kind of walking the, the line of still being able to facilitate, but being deep enough in, in the breath and the medicine so that I'm not thinking, you know, I'm not thinking about what breath or what style we're going to do next or what, you know, what, how long the hold is or what speed we're going. It becomes a much more intuitive flow. Um, and then I weave in tonal activations. You know, we've got these these 12 universal energy centers that kind of sit outside of our, our physical form. So I'm doing the tonal activations. Um, and then there's, there's, you know, kind of essentially like auto-suggestion that's, that's woven in as well. So I'm, I'm guiding and breathing and toning and holding all at the same time uh, with, with my clients. And, you know, every every session is is different, um, depending on the intentions of of our group and and uh, um, 
you know what uh, and and the, the the people that are there how is the a session structured um so typically i mean depending on like if it's uh if we're if we're in person in a group um we would set the container you know i i just speak a little bit uh about you know what was what was going to happen what people might expect um a little bit about what we would we're going to actually move through then I, I give everyone else an opportunity to to share um i, I feel like we we co-create the space you know the the energy is co-created to to be able to share all of that and their intentions you know that that brings us a certain energy into the space and we start the session and, and again it just it flows and every time it's unique every time it's different Lee mentioned before that uh, I've been suffering of anxiety and uh, panic attacks and a while ago I was uh, looking uh, on internet to find solutions that could help me that were not pharmaceutical solutions and I came across a number of devices that claim to improve the way we breathe and in particular um, I found one of them that uh, improved the exhale phase and it really claimed to help with panic attacks and, and anxiety. Are they useful uh, at all? Do we need instruments? What are, what are your thoughts? It, wouldn't, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, maybe if you were training for altitude, that might be beneficial, but you know, I, I, I really think we don't, we don't need tools. We are, we are the tool, you know? Um, and if you're just, again, just playing with it, you know, you can alternate nose, 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 mouth, mouth, mouth. You can play with the speeds, you know, and I think just by doing that, as long as you're, as long as you're doing it diaphragmically, as long as you're doing it from, you know, the stomach, um, then, and you're taking, you know, those, those full belly breaths, we've, we've really got everything that, that we need. And, and, you know, through that process, you're going to begin to tonify the, you know, the, the vagus nerve and, um, and, uh, and, and, you know, stomach, the diaphragm. Um, so it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me to, to use a tool. Seems more marketing strategies perhaps than uh, effective, effective stuff. Fantastic. Are there things that we should be aware or cautious with when it comes to breathing and uh, especially when we go into a deep breath breath work as with anything right you want you want to make sure that you're in a in a safe environment you know i think uh set and setting are always really important so it's like you wouldn't want to be doing it in water or while driving or, or anything like that you want to make sure that you're you know you're stationary um probably seated on the floor or where you're able to, to lean back, you know, because if, if you do um, activate the, the Kundalini, you know, the, this energy at the base of the spine, there's, there's a potential that you could, um, could knock yourself out. You know, so uh, depend, depending on the holds, you know, I've, I've, not, I've not done it myself, but I have seen people that have have really activated the pineal gland and, you know, um, really had an, you know, an out-of-body out experience. So, so that's, that's quite possible. Um, you just want to make sure that you're in a safe, safe setting, safe environment. Music's always, always nice to, to have. You know, I like to play 
high neural beats, or there's there's all kinds of you know medicine music and stuff like that. So you know, just um, make sure you're doing it in a safe safe spot. Yes, I, I remember when I tried the ice bath and I had to do this Wim Hof breathing. The guide uh, asked us to lay on the floor. It, it was really helpful to be on the floor, uh, actually. So yeah, thank you for pressing that out. Lee, coming back to you, what are you working on and what are you planning for the second half of 2023? So I'm uh, actually really excited right now. I've, I've got a number of, of projects that are just about to launch. So September, I'm hosting 30, 30 speakers over three days. It's an event that we're creating called Unleash Yourself. And uh, we're, we're talking about and redefining peak performance. And uh, that's going to correlate to what I call the freedom method. Um, the freedom method really is it's kind of my, my method, my journey over the last, uh, last 30 years. And part one of, of the method is, is to open, you know, open to new possibilities, new, new potentials. You know, the idea that we're not stuck, that we really can create a new identity. You know, a new personality and therefore a new personal reality. And then part two of the method is to begin to activate the mind, body, spirit aspects of the self through through discipline, discipline practice and really showing up for yourself day in and day out. You know? And when you do that, we can become the embodiment of that new identity. And this is what leads us to total freedom and fulfillment. And then, then there's this aspect of taking radical self-responsibility and beginning to align to and operate from the higher laws. And, and we really can free ourselves on every level, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, in how we show up in the world. We can take our power back. So, you know, it really is this journey, but we're going to launch it with the Unleash Yourself we're simultaneously launching the Breathwork Atrium, so it's essentially an academy, a membership portal where people can go and learn about the breath and do all kinds of different breathing sessions. And, um, and then we've launched uh, Origin. We're going to be really focused on media to share kind of our collective media, whether it's podcasts like this or my friends that have created documentaries or I, I write poetry or, you know, been doing lots of interviews myself so you know to be able to share to the, the collective to say hey you know maybe you're not aware but we really have all of the solutions we have such a, a beautiful world that's being built and that's that's waiting for us and so I really want to support people in, in realizing this and then you know helping them to cross the bridge to that new world through these you know different type of events and practices or technologies or retreats or um, you know, really all the solutions are here. Um, and so we've launched a, a newsletter called Coherence that will uh, support the solutionaries in sharing uh, their solutions, their projects, what they're working on, um, and, you know, essentially supporting all of us to keep a pulse on this, this new world that, you know, really is right at our fingertips, you know. So, yeah, super, super excited. Lots, lots going on, but... All coming together. Slowly but surely, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So if our listeners would like to get in touch with you, knowing uh, know a little bit more about you and the work you do, where they can find you? Yeah, um, probably the best place is Instagram. So at uh, 5D Breathwork. And also on my website, 
I will put all the links uh, in the description of today's episodes. Lee, final question. If there was one take-home message that you would love everybody to remember from this conversation, what that would be? What's coming through is that no one is free until each are free, and all are freeing each other. Again, I think the, the, old, the old paradigm has this believing that, you know, that we're separate. It doesn't really matter what happens to you as, as long as I'm okay. And really realizing we're, we're remembering that we are all one. You know, I really want to invite people to, first of and foremost, show up for yourself. Because self-sacrifice is, is actually the opposite of noble. A noble sense of self first and filling your cup first is the most noble thing that you can do. And if you can begin to show up first of and foremost for yourself and fill your cup and, and take that you know, maybe the idea that peak performance is just at a job that you don't like making money to buy things that you don't get to use because you're working so hard all the time, that you can take that peak performance into every area and you can be healthy and happy and fulfilled and connected and have incredible relationships. But it starts with the self. You've got to show up for yourself first. And then when we do, we can show up for each other more fully. And to me, that's what's going to lead us to, to freedom. That's what's going to allow us to cross this bridge into this new world with all the solutions that are already here for us. Oh, that's absolutely beautiful. I love it. Well, I hope that this episode has provided insights and inspiration on how we can all improve our lives and relieve some of the everyday stress and anxiety by breathing better and on purpose. And I want to leave you with a quote that I found from Teach Nat Han, who wrote in, uh, in his book, The Miracle of mindfulness and introduction to the practice of meditation. He wrote, breath is the bridge which connects life to consciousness, which unites your body to your thoughts. Whenever your mind becomes scattered, use your breath as the means to take hold of your mind again. Lee, thank you so much for accepting our invitation, for sharing so much about yourself and your mission, and of course, for having introduced us to the power of breathing. Thank you, Rosanna. It was such an honor and, and I'm so grateful. And thank you so much for, you know, everything that you're doing for, to, you know, to really support others in, in their journey. So thank oh. you. No, oh, thank you. Well, we would love to know what you think about this topic. How do you breathe? Do you already have a deep intentional breathing routine? If so, let us know what the benefits are. And if you're still on the fence, well, I'm sure you can find lots of good reason to start and tips on how to do it from our conversation here with Lee. Also, don't forget to check Lee's website to follow him on social media. You will find all the links in the description of today's episode. Join me next time when we will continue exploring inspiring and challenging situations. Because remember, we are together in this journey. Remember, forgiveness is like a muscle. The more you practice, the stronger and more effective it becomes. If you haven't done it yet, you can subscribe by clicking the subscribe button below. If you know anybody who could benefit from the topics discussed in this show, do some good and share the link with them. If you have a story that you want to share with us, comments or suggestions on topics you would like to be explored, send me an email at forgiventrive.com at gmail.com. Reviews will also be very much appreciated. And with this, it's a wrap. Till next time, thank you and goodbye.